1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
0: Jerry Coleman joins me now from up in Baltimore. What's up, Jerry? How you doing, brother?
1: B. Mitch, how are you on this snowy, snowy, as we call it here in the state of Maryland, and the governor declared it Purple Friday.
0: Yes, Purple Friday, man. Listen, I asked you this question, Jerry. I know you give it to me real anytime. What is different about this Raven team compared to others that have made the playoffs?
1: That's a great question. Uh, the unity. Uh, it seems like you know. I mean, all season long, and, and listen, this is a team that obviously won 13 of the 17 games they played so far. Uh, there have not been a lot of complaints. There's not been a lot of griping, whether it be about playing time or the way the game plan went down or some sort of situation during a game where we have heard that out of the locker room uh, the last couple of years from guys that are no longer with the Ravens, which is very telling. And obviously winning goes along with that, but they have bought into whatever Coach Harbaugh is selling. And uh, I think that's the big difference here. I mean, the last time the Ravens won the Super Bowl, the leader was Ray Lewis. I don't know who the leader of this team is. Lamar has stepped up a lot this season, B. Mitch. After Mm -hmm. signing the big contract, he's become a lot more vocal. He's certainly one of the voices inside that locker room, but so is Roquan Smith. So you got guys on both sides of the ball that really provide leadership right now.
0: You know, I've noticed like in the NFL today, the guy who makes the most money sometimes automatically is just thought of as the leader. But what you're saying about Lamar is true. You can see him. He's more vocal. Uh, He's been there a lot more. His guys seem to follow him. Does it seem like before you had some old guard who didn't want to relinquish some power and they kind of, contested lamar a little bit
1: oh there was no doubt about that in terms of uh, just not wanting relinquished power uh, i don't know if they were contesting lamar or, or what but they were guys that have been in the league longer and, and maybe you know had stronger voices and lamar's uh, you know he's not shy but he is a quiet type he keeps to himself he's a homebody admitted during the bye week he didn't go out at all to spend time with family you never hear about him being out unless it's involving some sort of charity so he, he, he's a guy that watches a lot of films, just like Ed Reed used to. And Ed Reed was a dominant personality inside that locker room. So was Ray Lewis at some at some points in their career. They overshadowed Coach Harbaugh. That's not an issue for the coach right now, who's now the second longest tenured coach in the NFL after Tomlin.
0: And don't, I like, mean, but let's be real. That's who you want in your quarterback, a guy who's going to be paying attention to his business and not out there gallivanting and doing stupid stuff. Why? Is, why would that ever be a problem, though? You know what I'm saying?
1: Not at all, and uh, it's it's the way Ravens fans want it. He's the last standing quarterback in the AFC North. Knock on wood. I mean, uh, that was one of the big questions. Can he stay healthy? Can he stay healthy? Played every snap he needed to play this season and every game that he needed to play. Obviously, at the end when they clinched, he sat. But that's the question, too, going into this game. The rust versus rest mm-hmm. after what happened in 2019. They are so sick and tired of hearing about that year, but that's the history they're dealing with come tomorrow.
0: Don't we have, though, you have the faith in Harbaugh that he was going to make sure that they stayed involved? I I remember when we uh, went to the Super Bowl and we had to buy. Coach Gibbs made sure we didn't completely get away from football. It wasn't no such thing as, uh, hey, just go enjoy yourself. We'll be back that week. No, no, no. Y'all need to be involved all week. You know, I'll give you some time, but I need you to be still focusing on football.
1: And that's what they have done. During the bye week, they practiced. They were together. They didn't leave town. I think there was a picture circulating of some cruise they went on. It was, it was a cruise in the Baltimore Harbor. It wasn't like they went to Cancun. I think Odell Beckham Jr. rented a boat locally. But here, they were so. with
0: each other, though.
1: Exactly. You and go. it wasn't like they were on banana boats swimming in the Caribbean. <laughs> uh, I, may, I may or may not have been down there during that time and caught some plaque from the Ravens PR <laughs> department for doing that. But I will say that they were together in Baltimore practicing, uh, again, galvanizing as a team going out and, uh, you know, eating and drinking and all that and being merry and just waiting to find out who their opponent was. And they had to wait until Monday until the Steelers lost.
0: All right, Er, we're talking to uh, Jerry Coleman. Uh, You can follow him on X at Sports with Coleman, Sports W. Coleman. Also, uh, he's joining us on the backyard Guest Line. JP and I were up there this uh, summer. And we were watching the Ravens, and they did not look as good as they're looking now. What happened with that team? That defense, people were questioning, will they have a pass rush? Hell, they have a pass rush. They didn't know if this team was bad as good. Zay Flowers has stepped up and played some unbelievable ball, and the running game is still there. What happened?
1: Well, first of all, you were there during training camp and you you surmised that they didn't look too good. I remember when you were there. Everybody was, no, everybody was my
0: an, even even the people in Baltimore were saying the questions are, will this team be able to get pressure on the quarterback?
1: So Well, that is true. Yeah. That is true. So we didn't know we didn't know that Justin Matabike and Patrick Queen, both entering contract years, were gonna have career years and they picked the right time to cash the register. Kyle Hamilton has become an all pro safety. Uh, He's part of that pass rush as well. Roquan Smith has become one of the best inside middle linebackers in the NFL. And he and Patrick Queen, that tandem has been dominant this year. I mean, Matt posted a team high 13 sacks, which was the most among the uh, NFL interior linemen. Then they go out and they picked up to Davey and Clowney, you know, after all this. And they also have a Kyle Van Noy that comes in, the veteran from the Patriots for a long time. And those guys have helped in getting to the quarterback. And then there's a guy named Geno Stone who's come out of nowhere to have the second-most interceptions in the NFL this year at 7. And Marlon Humphrey, who's who's a perennial pro bowler, is not going to play in this game tomorrow because of a bad hamstring injury, has also been a presence for a lot during this season, but unfortunately he's going to miss tomorrow.
0: Now, I heard that a little bit earlier. Will that be a problem?
1: It could be because Ronald Darby's going to take his spot. C.J. Stroud is no slouch. They saw him in Week 1. This is a rematch of Week 1 when the uh, Texans came to town. Lost 25-9 to nine right after that game. Coach Harbaugh stepped to the podium. B-Mitch went back and looked at the transcript and talked highly about how the Texans were going to be competitive this year. We were all snickering. I remember that because we uh-huh. thought they were going to be awful, and here they are. So they're taking C.J. Stroud very seriously and this Texans team. But coming into the elements that they're going to have to deal with, being a dome team is going to be very interesting because the Ravens, Cleared off their practice field twice this week and went outside and dealt with all the elements.
0: What what are what what are, uh, what's the weather prediction for the game in Baltimore?
1: Well, I'm in Owings Mills where the Ravens train. The snow continues to come down right now, uh, but by tomorrow it shouldn't be a factor. It's supposed to end tonight, so it's supposed to be in the 20s tomorrow. So the field will be uh, will be very cold, but they have a good heating system underneath. It's just going to be you know freezing is basically the weather tomorrow, but no. Sp- precipitation is expected. I don't even think the wind should be much of a factor. And again, you know, the Ravens have been dealing with it all week. They practice a little indoors and then coach Harbaugh surprised him and made him go outside.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Lamar Jackson, uh, there are still questions, And a lot of people, as I said earlier, talking to our uh, governor, Westmore, that they keep moving the goalposts with him. Uh, the guy has an MVP, probably is going to win another one this year. You know, should, uh, and has done everything. But many people say he has to win a Super Bowl. I didn't hear it just make it there. Win a Super Bowl to answer all the questions. Do you feel he has to do that or he has to make sure he gets at least one, maybe two wins? I
1: think you got to get to the big game. He's been talking about that since day one. So he set the bar that high himself Mm -hmm. back when he was drafted, and that's all he's been talking about is wanting to get to a Super Bowl after signing the massive contract. That was his biggest point of emphasis. He understands that the regular season is fine and dandy. He's had two great regular seasons. You're right. He is going to win his second MVP. That would be a major upset if he didn't. But he's going to be judged by what he does Saturday and a week from Sunday and then two weeks or three weeks after that if they make it to the big game. And fair or not, that's the way it is right now in Baltimore. And, I, you know, I think he understands the pressure on him, and uh, I think he's ready to accept it, B. Mitch. He has all season long. Didn't play in the preseason, so rust wasn't a factor. Starting off the year.
0: Well, I've always loved when a team can rush the passer. They can run the football, you know, because I feel that they have a lot of uh, belief in the fact that if your, your motor and your transmission, what I call offensive and defensive alignment, if they're good, your team could be good. The Baltimore Ravens do just that. If they win this game, what will have happened on Baltimore's side that caused that to happen? Ooh,
1: maybe something from Dalvin Cook, because he's a guy that they just signed. They released Melvin Gordon. He's been waiting in the wings, hasn't done much all season long. Maybe he makes a play to surprise everyone. Not sure about Mark Andrews' availability, but I think the guy to keep an eye on is number eight. I think Mark Lamar Jackson is going to come up big with the spotlight on him, especially against you know, a team that he has seen before this season and he's been studying now for quite some time. So I think Lamar is going to be the star of the game tomorrow, whether it be on the ground or through the air, B-Mitch.
0: All right, give me your prediction.
1: I think the Ravens win it, and uh, I know it's uh, uh, nearly a double-digit spread, but I think they win by double digits. Uh, I got them winning twenty-four to ten.
0: All right, man. Appreciate you, Jared, man.
1: I appreciate you having me on. Didn't try to sound like much of a homer. You're right. If they lose, I'll be all over them. But uh, I,
0: <laughs> well, I know how are, you are.
1: <laughs> things are pointing in their direction. Coach Harbaugh understands that come Monday, but uh, let's see how the chips fall.
0: There you go, man. We well, appreciate it. We hope to see a good game. And uh, hey. I want to see him do well. You know, I'm a big Harbaugh fan, so I I, I cheer for him.
1: Well, he's got a special place in his heart for you, too, unlike
0: me. (laughs) All right, Jared. Don't make me choke you again. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.